What's up, friends? It's Haley, aka Bird. And Randy. And you're tuning in to the Give Them the Bird podcast. This podcast is all about challenging what it means to be healthy and fit. It's about celebrating sustainable behavior change and non-scale victories. And most importantly, it's about giving the bird to the diet industry and societal expectations of body size. Why? Well, because at the end of the day, you have an entire life to live that does not require your body look a certain way. Thanks for tuning in. Now, Now, let's let's give give them the bird. And welcome to season three of Give Him the Bird podcast. Whoop, whoop. I'm going to need to add in like some sound effects there. I, (laughs) we are so excited to be behind the mic talking all things GTB. We have so many amazing things in store for you. So many new updates, amazing stuff. But first and most importantly, I want to take some time to welcome our new co-host on to GTB, Randy Baranek. Randy! <laughs> Yay! Oh my gosh, I'm so, so excited to be here and I'm super nervous. <laughs> yeah. So for um, folks who are listening, Randy and I just spent like five, ten minutes just like, I'm really hot. Um, I'm really nervous. My palms are sweaty. <laughs> We're like, what the fuck is happening right now? But... <laughs> It's all an excitement because this is literally our first time recording together. That's amazing. It's wild. Yeah, it's awesome. It's happening. Yay! So um, I want this episode, we really want this episode to kind of be like an introduction to season three, but even more so just an update on freaking life. And obviously a huge part of that is going to be introducing Randy and letting her tell you her story and me kind of sharing why Randy is a fucking unicorn and the absolute dream of a co-host and why I'm so freaking excited for her to be here on this journey with me. Um, and then we're going to spitball. We're just going to chat about life and what we're looking forward to with this season. But first and most importantly, Randy, I I think I like text you or tell this to you at least like five times a week. I am so excited for you to be here. Like, oh. <laughs> It's just, it's wild to think that when I, you know, posted about wanting a co-host on the podcast, I kind of had you in the back of my mind. And then I know you're going to share about mm-hmm. like what it was on your, on your side, you know, of the screen or whatever, but it's, it's literally just feels so like serendipitous and, um, the stars have aligned. I think I texted that to you yesterday. Like our, I'm so happy yes. our stars aligned. So thank you so much for being here, for like joining this journey with me. And you've already had an introduction to how much of a shit show GTV is. Um, and you, yeah, and like you're perfect. So thank you for being here. <laughs> Welcome. Yay. <laughs> oh, so exciting. Thank you so much. I'm curious, like what, what was it that kind of sparked your interest? Like on your side of, you know, the Instagram story, what was it that got you interested in being a co-host? Like, why were you like, oh, fuck yeah, I'll do this shit. Like, what was that like for you? That's a great question because I honestly don't know why it happened for me the way that it did because it was so unusual as far as how I usually make decisions in my life. I remember <laughs> the room of my house I was in when I saw your story. I was, oh. I think I was taking some pro- <laughs> I think I was taking some product photos and um, <clears throat> I needed a little break and I was just scrolling and I saw your story saying you were looking for a co-host and you kind of listed some, you know, qualifications for lack of a better word. And there were so I just many felt like 
<laughs> it was so a very elite group that you yeah. were speaking. <laughs> um, but I just felt like I was like, that's that's me. Like I feel like that's I fit that description. And usually I don't make decisions quickly. I overthink everything and I just was like, I'm messaging her. And so I replied like immediately and I was like, hey, I'm interested. Let's chat. And you replied and you're like, oh my gosh. And so that was like so exciting for me. <laughs> yeah. Like my response was over the top of holy fucking shit. Are you kidding me? Like, Cause again, like in my head, I had a few people that I was like, oh, they would, they would be really cool or they would be really great. Or I wonder if they'd be interested, but because I had been connecting with you already through like GTV Academy and everything and getting to hear your insights and just getting to like, I don't know, chat with you about this stuff. I was like, Randy, not only would your story and your experience with, you know, giving the bird to the diet industry and societal expectations of body size, like not only would that be such a great point of view to have on the podcast, but I also just think that you um, compliment my I don't really know how to describe it, but like you kind of ground me a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you are all the things, you know, because we don't want like two completely same people and you're organized and you have your shit together. Um, And I love your voice too, even though I, Randy does have a cold right now. So sending healing vibes my vibes. literal voice yeah you're, I love your literal voice even right now it's like kind of a sexy little raspy thing but so I was over the moon like I could not freaking believe when you were like I think I'm into this and then we met for coffee and the rest was history so mm-hmm. obviously listeners are going to get a chance to learn way more about you over the course of this season and beyond right because we're going to be we're lifers we're doing this for life Um, but I want you to have a chance to like introduce yourself to them, tell them all the things like personal, professional, your story, whatever it is. I want them to feel like when they hear your voice in future episodes that they're like, oh yeah, that's my girl, Randy. Like, just like, they're like, oh, that's bird, you know? So take it away and tell us all the things about you. Tell me your story. Okay. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's a giant question. Yeah. (laughs) Which Um, one? Which story? (laughs) Right. So I guess I'll start by I live in Iowa, like ten minutes away from Haley. That's um, yes, uh, live in Swisher with uh, my husband Gerald, who I have been with since high school. It's actually twenty years this year since we got together, which is nuts. Oh my god, that's yeah. wild! Because I'm um, sure there's some listeners who are like twenty years old. They're like, wow. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I just I'm not gonna share my age. Yeah. Well, I mean you got together in high school. No. Like you're you're still young. You're you're still young. Yeah. Oh my god. As if it matters. But anywho, <laughs> carry on. Um and we have two kids. My son Levi is eight. Um, and then Evelyn is five. Uh and then we have two golden retrievers as well, oh. Lucy and Winnie. So we've got yes. the golden club. Um as far as like my career, my professional life, I went to pharmacy school right out of uh, high school. I went to Drake and Des Moines, and then I started working for the University of Iowa as a pharmacist right out of school. Mm. And so it had been about 12 years that I was there. Uh, and then during COVID, you know, I think I just started realizing, as a lot of people did, that I wanted more flexibility in my day-to-day life. And I kind of started questioning like, why did I go to pharmacy school? Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like it was my passion. Um, 
I was good at math and science in high school. So it was kind of like the thing I was supposed to do, I felt like at the time. Um, and also around that time, I just kind of started pushing back on some other things in my life, like breaking the rules, I guess you would say. Like I got my first tattoo, which I always mm. thought I would never do. And I changed up my friendships a little bit and just things that like I kind of found myself, I think, mm -hmm. during that time. And so um, I also had this growing passion for photography, started exploring how I could, you know, maybe make that a career. And then in May of 2022, so just a couple months ago, I had the opportunity to leave my position at the university and pursue my photography business full time. Amazing. So I did it. Yeah. So incredible. I jumped in and did it. And it was scary uh, and exciting all at the same time. Um, but it's been the best change I've made for myself, hands mm -hmm. down. Like I would never, never make a different decision in my life if I did that over. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I have a brand photography business. So I do photography for entrepreneurs and businesses and product photography. So that allows me to do a lot of that during the day. And then I have the evenings and weekends with my kids and my husband, which is mm -hmm. wonderful. Uh, over the past couple months, I've picked up another a couple other things. I do the books for my husband's business, and I also am doing a little bit of pharmacy work through a consulting company that I just do virtually. So mm -hmm. um, lots of things to keep me busy. I guess my GTB journey started, yeah. gosh, it's probably been a year and a half ago now. Mm -hmm. um, I was at a different gym that I'm at now. Currently, you and I go to the same gym, Versa. Shout out, Versa. You might be hearing Best. from some Versa peeps later on in the season. <laughs> we hope so. Yes. We're so, so lucky. <laughs> Please say yes. Please say yes to coming on our show. <laughs> Sponsor us, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but at the time, I was at a different gym, and I was deep into, like, macro counting and fat mm -hmm. loss and muscle building, and I was doing all these before and after pictures, and... I felt great about my body, but I got to the point where I was just burnt the F out. Like, mm -hmm. I don't want to measure my rice. And I was like counting the calories in my gummy vitamins. And one time, well, several times my kids asked, you know, mom, could I have a bite of that? And I was like, absolutely not. I have tracked these calories going into oh, my wow. mouth and I cannot, you know, and I was just like, this is ridiculous. I can't, mm. I can't be this way. Um, and so around that time that I was kind of feeling that burnout, Leslie um, had shared, she was at the same gym and she had shared your podcast, I think on, on Instagram or something. And I was like, oh, mm -hmm. this sounds kind of cool. And so I started- Give them the bird. Hmm. And, yeah. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck is this about? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I just, I loved the content obviously, because it, I think was what I was needing at that time. Um, but I just also just freaking loved your vibe and your authenticity and um, yeah, I just loved it. And then I met you for the first time um, at Leslie's house yes. and I was like, oh my God, Gerald is like, that's Haley. That's the podcast <laughs> I've been listening to. Like she's a celebrity. <laughs> I remember when, yeah, when we met you, you said something like that. You were like, I feel like I'm meeting a celebrity. And I was like, oh girl, like, mm, thank you. Tyler was like, check your ego, check your fucking ego. <laughs> but you were the per first person that ever said that to me. And I knew, I think I had, I knew who you were. I didn't like know, you know, you, but I saw you in like photos and everything. And so it was like, 
I didn't necessarily think of you as a celebrity, but I was like, you know, when you meet someone that you've just seen, you know, right. like pictures of and everything. And so I was right. like, wow, this like woman who has her shit together thinks I'm a celebrity. Like, <laughs> mm, I've made it. I've absolutely made it. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever have my shit together, but I appreciate that you thought that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was interesting because I think, was it in season one that you got your intuitive eating certificate officially or shortly before that? Or? Yeah, I think I like started it because it was a, it was a long process. Um, or I might've been like working, thinking about it in season one and maybe started working towards it. But I think it was officially in season two that I got certified, I want to say. Okay. Well, sure. so that was the, my first introduction to intuitive eating. I had mm. never heard about that before. And that oh, is wow. what really like pulled me in and was like, this is so cool. Um, and I secretly had this hope back then. I was like, I wonder if like Haley would take me on as like, she would counsel me on intuitive eating and we could be like, I could be like her guinea pig on the podcast and she could like have me on episodes as we go through this process. So I had it in the back of my mind long before. Yes. Yes. I never told you that, but no. um, I think it's fate. <laughs> That is so cool. I had never, I mean, that would, that would have been made for a really great season, but that would have, you would have bared your soul to the public and, yeah, you know, (laughs) would have been a lot to dive into, but I love that. I cannot believe I, first of all, I don't think I knew that GTB was your first introduction to intuitive eating and yeah, yeah, I don't think I, I don't know if I knew that. That's so yep. cool. It was my first introduction to any of like the anti-diet industry. I didn't even know that that was like a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, wow. And so now, you know, having gone through DTB Academy mm-hmm. um, and just knowing you, I have like changed up my social feeds so mm-hmm. that all I see is the anti-diet stuff. You know, I'm not seeing the diet industry stuff mm-hmm. anymore, which has been an amazing change. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious. Um, so what introduced you to the episode or the podcast GTB. It was my sister's Instagram post, but what was it like, when did you have, I'm curious if, and when you had like your aha moment, cause you shared, like I was tracking like my gummy vitamins and when my kids would ask to take a bite, like, do you remember the exact moment? Like, what was it about it that for some reason in your head, it was like, what the fuck am I doing? Cause I feel like so many people, like we do that for so long and it's so interesting that like one day or one event, all of a sudden we're like, why the fuck am I doing this? You know? And maybe like someone said something or we saw something online or whatever it is, but yeah, I'm just curious, like, do you remember what the kind of the switch was for you or the aha moment was? Yeah. I don't know that there was like one singular moment. I think it was mm-hmm. a combination of I just was so tired of tracking things. I just couldn't do it anymore. My brain was at max capacity at the time. Um, And so I had wanted to get away from that. I had started not tracking, but still like eyeballing my food. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of when I got introduced to your podcast. And the, the, uh, I think it was probably the intuitive eating episode that you did Mm -hmm. that the first one that I was just like, this is a thing where I could just like not think all day about what I'm eating and because you know I would if I knew I was going out to a restaurant I would eat basically nothing all day so I could Mm -hmm. save up my calories for that and it was just it was all consuming you know it takes over your life and so the thought of being able to live my life without obsessing about my food was just such a freeing 
thought. And Mm -hmm. I think that's what really pushed me to pursue it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so weird too, because when we're in it, we don't realize how all consuming it is. I think like, exactly. I mean, how long were you tracking and everything for like, how was it like a few months or like a year or. I bet it was close to a year. I would Mm. say. Yeah. Holy shit. It was That's nuts. 365 days of tracking. And it's so weird to think about. I always think, you know, and not only do like, what do we get back as a result of like given the bird or as a result of like practicing intuitive eating or listening to our body or, you know, whatever, fill in the blank with a phrase. Right. And I think we think about, you know, I get back stress. I get back this feeling of freedom. I get back all the, but like literal time, like physical measurable amounts of time that we get back because yes, there are ways that tracking can be more time efficient and blah, blah, blah. blah. We're not going to go into that because let's not track food people, but like (laughs) it takes so much fucking time. And especially when you're like just starting it, it's such a process. And so then I think that it leads to even more disordered behaviors. Cause I remember when I would track, I would be like, okay, well, I'm just going to eat the exact same foods because if I eat the exact same foods, I can just easily like add, 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 instead of having to search the food and it decreases, you know, that, that need to want to go out to eat. Um, because it's like, I, is this trackable or having to look at the menu ahead of time? Like just the amount of measurable time, that tracking takes it's it's insanely mind-blowing like it's just it's mind-blowing to me to think back on all those minutes and hours that i can't never get back but you know i would spend hours in the kitchen on sunday um you know wink because i would meal prep for myself and my husband and so i'd have to make this big batch and then divide it and then separate it out and do all these calculations one time i brought our um our body weight scale from the bathroom into the kitchen to weigh this pot of chili because our food scale wouldn't go up that high. And I was like, this is, this is bonkers. Oh my God. God. It was just crazy town. So did you put, did you put the, the body weight scale on the floor or did you put on the counter? Yeah. You put it on the floor floor and then you just set the chili on top. Just set the chili on it. Yep. Oh my gosh. So I'm curious, does Gerald still like, like macro count and stuff like that? He does. He mm-hmm. does. And he we've talked about like GTB stuff and intuitive eating. And I think he definitely sees the value in that. Mm-hmm. Um, totally. But I just don't think he's gotten to the point where it has affected his life like it was affecting mine. Yes. Um, yeah. You and know, I think it, that's it doesn't like, feel like a burden to him. Yes. And I think that's such an important distinction because one thing that I know you and I talk about a lot together is like the middle ground, right? Like not feeling married to diet culture or like hard, you know, anti-diet culture, but really like finding what works for us. And ultimately that's where that freedom really lies. And it's like our own gray area, our own middle ground. And I think that it's so interesting that I've talked about this before in previous seasons about how The difference between like Leslie, my sister and I, like Leslie could track food and she, she did like after she had a baby to make sure she was eating enough for her milk supply. Never Mm -hmm. once did it ever get to be obsessive or restrictive or like stress, stressful for her. 
and we are Leslie and I are so much alike, but like the moment if I track one day, it just all of a sudden I feel like I spiral sometimes. And so I think it's, it's really an important distinction to remember that like for most people, and I shouldn't even say most people for a lot of people like tracking and counting macros and all of these things, like it can be considered a disordered, you know, habit or lead to disordered eating or an unhealthy relationship. But there are still people in the world <laughs> who can track these things and maybe do it for reasons other than weight loss or, you know, it just helps them in, in other ways. And that's okay. And so I think that's a, it's kind of cool that like, you two can both function separately and do your own things, respect one another and like still you know, support each other in your goals and what you do. So I think that's really, it's really cool that that you do different things and it works for you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it is important. I like that you pointed out, you know, that you can track for different reasons. Cause yeah, mm-hmm. a, a woman does need extra calories and everything when she's breastfeeding. And that would be a good way to make sure you're getting that. Um, and I think for my husband, it's a little bit of, you know, he wants to put on some muscle. So he wants to make mm-hmm. sure he's getting enough protein and all that stuff too. And I know, you know, there's lots of different opinions about, you know, what amounts are correct and all that, but mm-hmm. you know, there's just different reasons to use those tools. And I mm-hmm. think as long as it's, you know, healthy for you and is not putting you in a bad headspace, then go for it. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And I think too, that it, not only differs person to person, but also at different points of our lives too, you know, like tracking for a college student versus tracking after someone has a baby, like the same person has a baby. Like, again, it's the motivation is totally different there. And I think just our, our perspectives change over time as well. And our relationships with ourselves in a way that like we might recognize that something isn't actually serving us. Whereas in the past, when we were in a previous state of mind in a previous point of our life, we weren't really aware to what's actually serving me and what's not. So yeah, I, I just love, I love the idea that everybody is different. Health looks different for everybody. Um, and obviously it's not something that like we necessarily promote because this podcast is mostly for people who are like, trying to get away from, you know, the, the tracking and everything, but also recognizing that I think it's it's important for everyone to know just because somebody does track, it doesn't mean that they have an eating disorder or they have a disordered relationship with food or movement or, or whatever. So, but yeah, that really leads in really nicely to what we're looking forward to in this season. So I'm curious, like when you think about season three of GTB, like what comes to mind? What are you excited about? I'm putting you on the spot. Oh my gosh, you are. (laughs) So I think when we met to talk about season three and to talk about me being a co-host, we talked a lot about the gray area, which I just, I just want to live in the gray area all the time. Yeah. And I think because I was such a rule follower for, I don't know, the first 30 plus years of my life that, you know, pushing back and breaking the rules is something that I really like to do, but then sometimes I find myself, we talked about this in GTB Academy, like like revenge eating or whatever, where you kind of swing so far in the opposite direction. You're like, screw this. I'm going to eat all the food and I don't give a shit. And, you know, I think sometimes I find myself getting stuck there in the breaking the rules. And so it's so, it's such a relief for me to find that gray area. Um, and not just with, you know, um, GTB related like diet and body size and movement Mm -hmm. and all that but just all areas of life um 
And so I think definitely giving people permission, I think sometimes I feel like I need permission to do those things. And so if we can give people permission to live in a gray area and do what's, what's best for them, I think is what, what I'm most excited about. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, we've also chatted about talking with people in our community who have similar mindsets. um, And I just think that's super exciting because a lot of the people we've kind of brainstormed reaching out to are I love. So, yes, I know. And I think it's cool because I think more people are in like more health and fitness professionals and even non-health and fitness professionals are in this gray area. But again, like there, we are called as humans to the loud, boisterous, like um, totally different than what society like says, you know, like those are the things that really attract our attention. Right. Um, and so I think being able to highlight those like gray area, middle ground voices and be like, there's a whole army of us. Like, this is the way so many of us practice, I think will be really exciting. Um, and yeah, I think one thing that I'm really pumped about and what our conversations have included a lot is this given the bird to all different types of societal expectations, like yes, to body size and movement and food, but like, we've also talked about like what it means to be a woman or what it means to be an entrepreneur or like given the bird to what it means to be a professional or big bomb drop for listeners, but what it means to be a mama because bird is pregnant. <laughs> woo woo! Yeah, we There's got a little baby. baby bird coming. <laughs> yeah, a little baby bird. So we got a baby on board. Um, and so, and we'll talk more about that in a future episode, but yeah, I think just this idea of when we start to challenge societal expectations in regards to just like one area of our life, it so naturally spreads out to these other areas of life. And I'm really excited about being able to talk more about that because I do think that it all relates. And I think when, when we were sitting in the coffee shop for the first time and you mentioned something about that, I like breathed a sigh of relief and excitement because I was like, okay, this is really where I want this podcast to go. And to know that someone who like really values GTB and listens and obviously like is going to be a co-host sees those things, sees how it all aligns. I was like, okay, it's not just in my head. (laughs) Like, so I'm so excited to be able to expand it even beyond the food and movement. And just like you said, give people freaking permission to like be themselves Mm -hmm do what's best for them, regardless of if it's what society says is right or not, you know? Right. And I think it's important for listeners to know that, you know, we are still on a journey too. you know, the progression of this podcast, even we'll probably still be finding things out about ourselves. You know, I honestly, this is probably going to be a little bit of a therapy session for me every time we do this, because I'm just going to like, it's going to force me to think about things a little more and kind of figure out where I'm at on those things. So mm-hmm. I don't think the work is ever done when it comes to this stuff. Um, no. cause you were changing, your body's changing, things are always changing. So and it's okay for your opinion on things to change and where you stand to change too. Yeah. I love that you bring that up because originally when I was like, oh, I want to co-host on not necessarily somebody that like works in the space because I want them to be able to share like a listener point of view. But it's so funny because more recently being that I am pregnant and my body is changing and like my exercise performance is changing and like what my hunger levels and what sounds good to me is changing. I feel like 
not that I've taken a step back in my intuitive eating journey by any means, but it's just, I'm evolving. And this is a whole new dynamic that I've never experienced before. And so it's just funny that I was like, oh yeah, bring on, bring on someone who's like in the process. And then life was like, newsflash, bitch, you're in the process too. (laughs) You're in the process. Yes. So, but yeah, I love, I love that point and being that we are all on a journey. And I think it, it, I know for me personally, like I love listening to podcasts where it sounds like the co-host or the hosts are like figuring out shit as they go too. like it just, I, I feel, I don't feel alone. <laughs> like I feel like I'm there with them. So right. I love that you bring that up. Yeah. Well, I've always thought, you know, and I, I feel like I've heard this on, I listened to um, some other podcasts um, where they mention, you know, like being vulnerable is relatable. Like finding out that somebody's not perfect, that's what's relatable. Like if, Mm -hmm. if somebody's talking about how they do everything correctly and, and, and they're perfect, you're like, "Eh, I can't relate to that. So, Mm -hmm. you know, when, when you're being real and sharing your struggles and your vulnerabilities, that's when you can actually connect with other people. So yeah, yeah, you're so right. And also like, when we're trying to find the gray area, there ain't no perfect. Like there is no perfect. That's we're moving away right. from that perfect, like all or nothing. So yes, a very important distinction. Um, I'm just so excited. How are you feeling now that we've got one under our belt, Randy? Oh my gosh. I'm like loose and ready to let oh, it flow now. Girl, <laughs> yes. Like my palms are no longer sweaty. Like I'm feeling it. I'm back in the groove of things. So <laughs> So we are so freaking excited to share with you season three, all of the amazing guests that we're going to have lined up, all the amazing solo episodes that Randy and I will just be bantering back and forth because as you can tell, we could go on forever. Um, We cannot (laughs) wait to hear what your thoughts are on this initial episode. You can always find us on Instagram at give them the bird podcast. Um, There you can also find both Randy and I's individual accounts online. And feel free to share your feedback with us. Let us know what you're looking forward to hearing about in this season. If there's any questions that come up, what your initial reactions are. Welcome Randy to the show. And we can't wait to be on this journey with you all in season three. Yay! Woo!